everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. Much like a child drawn to a flame, and just before inserting his or her hand, causing much pain, disfigurement, loss of life or limb, the parent, aka prophet, is there to warn, intervene, and if necessary, physically stop the child before it's too late. Question is, will the child listen or continue to pursue in ignorance, defiance, rebellion, are all three the same course of action. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as simple as that might sound, could this be an analogy of where America is today? In front of that proverbial, quote, flame, a.k.a. sin, gaslit, ignited, and ready to consume all who attempt its reach. Or is there another way? As 2 Chronicles 7.14 so aptly declares, and I quote, If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves, and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and heal their land. End quote. Here to elaborate on this and more is founder of HopeOfTheWorld.org, leader of the Jerusalem Center Beth Israel in Wayne, New Jersey, New York Times bestselling author of The Explosive and Stunning, The Harbinger, a.k.a. Warning, and subsequent revelatory bestselling reads that include The Mystery of the Shemitah, The Book of Mysteries, The Paradigm, The Oracle, and now with his latest blockbuster, The Harbinger 2, the return. Even more revelation is now revealed for such a time as this. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to Testimony, always an honor, my good friend, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. Rabbi Kahn, Jonathan, welcome back to Testimony. Always a blessing, Jonathan. Always a blessing to be with you. It's a blessing indeed for me as well. When I heard about the release of The Harbinger to The Return, I thought initially, what could possibly be expounded upon uh, that wasn't already discussed in Harbinger 1? But then, this is why you are here today for part two of our conversation to explain. So let's pick up where we left off question. There's a chapter called the Ninth of Tammuz in your book, Harbinger 2. What exactly is that about? Yeah, yeah, and, and Jess, it's interesting because, the, you know, with that, what you said at the beginning, you're the first one to say it. That really is like, what could there be more? You know, it turns out there, there's actually, you know, the Harbinger 2 is larger than the Harbinger 1 because there's so much, and I had to really condense to get because there's so much I've been holding back for eight years. since. And then there's everything that's happened mm-hmm. since, there's everything that's happening right now as I started. By the way, when I started writing this, when I, I, I when the last program, I showed how I was, I was really I praying, and it was like I had to. It, it, I knew I, from the Lord I had to write the Harbinger Two. This is before 2020, and, and I had to do it because of what was going to happen in 2020. And I started writing it in January, 
And then everything began, like two months after I started writing it, everything began, came upon America. So, so there's so much. Uh, but the, the Ninth of Talmuds is in the section about what has happened since the, the, the other harbingers that have appeared. There's a day uh, in the biblical calendar, it's from the Bible, where something happened that was calamitous. And, and that is that, that the, the armies of Babylon under Nebuchadnezzar, they breached the walls of Jerusalem. They, they, there are protective walls around Jerusalem. I mean, you know, defensive protective walls. Um, but once it was breached, they got through it. They broke it. That was it. They, basically, you know that judgment is coming. It's only a matter of time uh, because the walls that, that were protecting are breached. And actually, that same that same day, the the um, king of the of the nation and and his men fled the city. They abandoned it. They stopped defending it. So you got all the all the hedges go down. All the walls go down. Well, they were struck down on the day. Well, America since nine eleven has continued in a course, a dangerous course against God and His ways. And and June twenty sixth, two thousand fifteen, America struck down marriage as we know it through the Supreme Court. Um, major. It's a striking down of a hedge uh, that that defends that protects our civilization. Well, what day? It was June. It was June twenty sixth. But on the on the Bible's calendar, that momentous day, that decision took place on the ninth of Tammuz. The ninth of Tammuz is the day when the walls of the nation are struck down. When the walls that protect the nation are struck down. When the hedge of protection is breached. It all happened. So they struck, marriage was struck down on the day that the walls that protected a nation were struck down in the last days of ancient Israel. So on that point, it means the nation is, is all the more heading to judgment. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, his explosive must read The Harbinger 2. Is the shaking that's happening now in America part of the ancient mystery and does the harbinger to explain and where are we headed yeah this is you know the big question and as i was sharing that i i knew i had to write this book in last september i i put it to print to, to start typing in january and then and this all happened well the mystery was already there uh first of all you know, the, the, we alluded on, at the beginning of the, the first program, and, and I'm going to share it now, that the, in, in the original book, The Harbinger, eight years ago, there's a chapter called Things to Come, and it, it says the template. The template from the Bible is that first comes a strike on the land. Okay, so that's the beginning of a nation's judgment. It's limited, it's contained, it's a wake-up call. An enemy strikes the land. Well, for America, I mean, for, actually for ancient Israel, happened in 732 B.C. in the Southern Kingdom, happened in 605 B.C. Um, and then, then comes a period of time, a span, with America it happened on 9-11, September 11th. Well, there's a, there's a span of time that the nation is given to come back to God, to, because that's his hope, to come back, give it a chance to return. Span of years. But then if the nation doesn't come back, then shakings start coming, big, major shakings start coming upon the land. Now, what kind of shakings? Well, in the original book, The Harbinger, in, in the chapter Things to Come, it says how? It, it says they will take the form of the dividing of the nation. The nation, people will be divided. Well, we've never been more divided than now. Secondly, it says that there will be disorder, civil disorder. 
Well, we're witnessing it, riots, uh, fires all across America, all this that's happening. Uh, third, it says the breakdown of infrastructure. Well, that means that, you know, all these things that hold up our lives are going to be start being broken down. Well, we're watching that from a lockdown to what's happening, you know, around the country. And it says economic collapse, another form. Well, we've watched that. Well, all these things, and then it, it goes through more, which, which is yet to come. And so we're watching that. But when I wrote in that chapter about, uh, you know, the shakings that were coming, I use the word crown. I talk about the crown, the crown. Well, the word crown comes from the word corona. It means, corona means crown. So here we have the corona crown virus in the time of the shaking. But also, it's going to get even more specific because the mystery, Jensen, that begins in the Harbinger, that, that's opened up in the Harbinger too, revealed, is actually, actually ordained the very time that this all would come upon America. Well, and that was one of my questions for you. Is there an ancient mystery behind the pandemic, the coronavirus, COVID-19, that's changed all of our lives in a major way? Can you just briefly touch on that or elaborate more on that? And then tell us about the 19-year mystery. Yeah, I'll start with the 19, you know, because that'll lead right into it. Yeah, the thing is this. Here it is. When I, when I mentioned there's a biblical template, and this you can find in the Harbinger on things to come, it, it speaks, the question's asked, uh, and this is the original book, but it's, it's revealed in the, in the new book, but the question's asked, how long is it between, from the first strike to the coming of the greater shakings on the nation? And the answer is, well, I said that in, in the southern kingdom, the first strike came in 605 B.C., Nebuchadnezzar, Babylon. But the, the greater shaking in 586 B.C., and actually in the case of Israel, it leads to destruction, 586 B.C. So between 605 and 586, it ends up being a span of 19 years. Well, in America, we know, we know when the first strike was. The first strike came on September 11th, and it was in 2001. So when, therefore, does the mystery, what, what does the mystery point to? What does it ordain? When is the 19th year? It will be a year of shakings. It's the year 2020. That will be the year of the shakings coming upon America. That is the 19th year. We have been in the 19th year. And so all those shakings, they have come, they're coming upon America just as according to the biblical mystery. And, and so much so, Jensen, that for years, I, you know, I was looking at this year, 2020, I mean, from a distance, I mean, past years, I'm looking at 2020 and saying, Lord, is this going to be the year? You know, I mean, is it going to follow? You know, because if it follows, it's going to be 2020 as the year of shaking. So I always was looking toward this year. And the thing is that, that not only that, but the prophet Jeremiah, when he speaks about what's going to happen in the 19th year, he says specifically, one of the things that's going to come upon the land is a pandemic or a plague, a disease, a pestilence, specifically in the 19th year. And so it has. And think about it, Jensen. What is the, if this is a judgment, what is, the, what is the name of this plague? It's called COVID, and what number? 19, the number of judgment. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, again, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, his explosive must-read, The Harbinger. 
too. You can get Rabbi Khan's book at theharbingerreturns.com or hopeoftheworld.org. Rabbi Khan, next question. There is a scripture that you point to as critical for the present moment. What is that scripture? Yeah, and, and interesting, because this scripture is going to lead into uh, the other thing that I, that I didn't actually answer, but I'll, I'll, I'll share it. But it has to do with, it, you know, is there a mystery behind this COVID, this whole plague? Well, here's the thing. It, you know, we, it's if my people, Second Chronicles, and you, you said it, we're in the same spirit. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, turn from their evil ways, I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Um, and so, and so here's the thing. That is the promise, and we're and, and I know we're, we're going to talk about the hope because the, the harvest tool ultimately goes to hope. And, and what are the keys you need to know? Of what is going to come? What's coming? And what do you need to know to stand, to be strong, to prevail? And what do we need to know about the whole thing? What can we do as hope? Well, that's the key. But what people don't realize is the verse before is the context of that verse. You know, people just say it, but there's no context. The context is this: it says, "If I send a plague on the land." Then if my people were eliminated. So here we are in 2020, the year that the plague has come upon the land. This is the year for if my people. And we, if we don't respond now, we may never have that chance again um, to come back to God, to return to God for prayer, repentance. And I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I know we're going to share some very specific things about that. But let me share, you know, just the plague. You see, what about that plague? You know, you asked, is there a, a mystery behind this whole thing? Well, here's, here's the, the, I think the largest chapter in the book, in the Harbinger 2, is called The Plague. Um, the reason is there's so much behind what's happening right now, and I'll just touch on it, but there is so much, and that is this. Could a plague, a pestilence, be a judgment from God, allowed that God allowed it? Well, clearly in the Bible, absolutely, it's there again and again. And I'm not saying there's only one reason for, for, for an event, and I'm certainly not saying that people who are, who are, who are uh, infected, that it's about them. No, it's, it's, it's a thing on the entire land. And, well, is there, what Jeremiah spoke about what was going to happen in the 19th year, he spoke about that plague. Now, this is 2020. He spoke about a plague. But he gave a reason for it. And now the thing is, there is one sin that he mentioned that especially provokes the judgments of God. And that sin is the, is the, is the offering up or the killing of little children. Mm-hmm. Ancient Israel offered up their children. They offered up their, and Jeremiah, that's when he prophesied this. And he said, this is going to come. And he says, because of what you did, you know, you took life. Life will be taken. And, and it will happen in the same place where you did it. Well, you know that, that, you know, do you know where abortion really began in America, where it was spread across America, abortion on demand? It began in New York. And you know what the, well, you know what Jeremiah said? He said, the, where, the, where the children's blood was shed, that's where it's, it's going to go back. Well, you know what the greatest, the place that was struck greatest by the plague in terms of death, even to this day? It was New York City, which is the capital of abortion in America. And it all came back. And the thing is, the day that, that the plague was announced, he had made headlines all over America that it had come to America. It was, it was you know, they found patient zero in, in Seattle. Um, and the next day, it became headlines all across America. You know what the date was on those headlines? It was January 22nd. That's the date that America legalized abortion in the land. And, and, and not only that, it was also, the, the, you know, you remember when New York passed that gruesome law that you could kill children up to the time of birth? Right. Well, when they did that, they cheered. 
and and they lit up. You know what they did to celebrate? They lit up the harbinger. They lit up the tower at Ground Zero. That's one of the nine harbingers. They lit it up pink to celebrate that. But you don't do that. They did it. Okay. So the, the, when the plague was announced and it came to America on January twenty second, it was one year to the day that they had passed that gruesome law and lit up the harbinger. One year anniversary to the day. And not only that, but if you remember, Jensen, that remember Jeremiah, he cried out and he said, Is there no bomb in Gilead? You know, you know, and we know that, you know, the bomb of Gilead, you know, that's healing, the bomb of Gilead. Mm-hmm. You know, he's saying, Is there any healing? Well well the context was he was talking about the judgment that came upon Israel for the killing of the children. And he says, Is there no bomb? Is there no cure to this? Is there any relief? Is there no bomb in Gilead? Well, America's been seeking for a bomb of Gilead ever since. And so we sought for a vaccine, and, you know, in the spring, a company came up with a, with a bomb of Gilead, a cure. You know, it, it was a little cure, and, and, and the stock market went up 500 points. Do you know what the name of that company was that pr- produced the bomb? The company's name is Gilead. Right. Gilead. I mean, Amazing. unbelievable. unbelievable. <laughs> and and I'll, I'll mention one other, just one other thing. There's so much to this one. I mean, there's, there's a mystery of the potter's field. Um, I mean, amazing. It has to do with New York City and Jeremiah. I mean, amazing. But one thing is that there's some, there's the Jubilee. Now, I, we, you and I have spoken about the Jubilee before. It's a time to be a blessing. But if you, it's not always a blessing. If you take away, if you take something that doesn't belong to you, on the Jubilee, it's taken from you. Well, America took something that didn't belong to it. It took life. And, mm-hmm. and you know when it began? It, it actually began in 1970 when New York particularly uh, legalized abortion on demand and started spreading it across the country. Well, what is the jubilee? You know, jubilee is the 50th year. What's the jubilee of abortion in America? It's the year 2020. And so now life is taken. And the thing is, but the actual day that, that New York legalized it, it was two votes. One vote came on April 9th. The other came on April 10th. The New York Times did a study on when the when the plague was at its peak and when it struck New York City. The t- it came up. There were two dates: April 9th and April 10th. Fifty years to the days. Fifty years exactly. Unbelievable. This is such stunning information. Ladies and gentlemen, again, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, you can get all of this and more in his latest blockbuster read, The Harbinger 2, The Return. So, Rabbi Kahn, what does the future hold for America? Is there hope? And if yes, what should we be doing? Well, Jensen, when I look at this, it is all continued. And, and you know what? I kind of knew it It had to because if America doesn't turn back, then the signs and all these things are going to continue. Um, so the thing is that what we have been watching is America racing away from God, you know, because there was no repentance after 9-11. And so we're watching that, and the progression is that the, the shakings are going to continue. I, I don't believe the shakings are finished. I believe we're going to see greater shakings. And the thing is that... I also believe that for America, this this September and this uh, this um, you know this autumn is going to be a very critical time. As you know, I know we'll talk about something that's coming up, but a very critical time for America. But the thing is, that people ask me, is it going to be judgment, calamity, or revival and redemption? And I've often been led to answer, you know what? There can be both. There can be both. Actually, mm-hmm. there can be shaking and revival. In fact, sometimes revival only comes through shaking. Most of us came to the Lord because there was something shaking, you know. So, so that can happen with a nation as well. 
So, so we need to be prepared. Um, number one, I believe shaking is coming more. I mean, we're already in shaking, but more is coming. Um, that's one thing. And then the other thing is that that this is a call. You know, the Harbinger 2 ultimately goes through hope. Well, there's this particular day in the Bible that talks about a people, a nation that ha- that are to be, that it says that uh, you, you have to go in your houses, lock yourself in, and don't come out until the end because a plague is passing through your land. Well, you know what? It's, of course, that's Passover. Happened over 3,000 years ago. The only other time it ever happened was in Israel in 2020. I started in Israel. In 2020, the Jewish people were told to go inside their houses, lock down with their family, don't come out because a plague is passing through the land, don't come out till morning, and they had, they had to go in their houses by 6 o'clock. Do you know the day that that was ordered by the government? The day that it was ordered was Passover. So here, for the first time in 3,000 years, the Jewish people are talking about being locked in their house, and they are. They're talking about a plague, and it's coming. Well, but it wasn't just Israel. It was, it was the whole world was brought into this mystery of Passover. Because when this all exploded on the world, exploded on America, it was Passover time. It was the time of Passover. And, you know, and so, and so it's like God took the entire world, and it was, it was brought into the mystery of Passover. We're literally reenacting Passover. The God of the Bible is alive and well. And the thing is, but what is the answer to, to, to the plague in Passover? The answer is the Lamb. And what is the Lamb? The, the Lamb is Jesus. He is the Lamb of God. He is the answer, not, not government, not, not science. Jesus is the answer. And so this God is calling all of us to come to Jesus. And if you're not a believer, if you're not born again, you need to come. If you are a believer, this is a time you've got to stand as never before, because there is hope. You know, God will listen to his people. But the thing is, the thing is that if the dark is getting darker, that means the lights of God have to get brighter. This could be our greatest hour if we will stand for God as never before, if we will be uncompromised, if we will, will with all our hearts, put away anything that shouldn't be in our life. And, and you know, because repentance, revival starts with us. So this could be the great, we're like seeing an end time scenario come to pass. So, so these are the light. We, we are the ones who are to be the lights for this age. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, The Harbinger to the Return. Rabbi Kahn, talk about this event called The Return. When will it happen, and how did it come into being? Well, the, 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 I've always, ever since The Harbinger, and even, even from 9-11, but The Harbinger, I've always been calling for you know re, national repentance, because it's the only answer. And even, even, you know, I always saw like a gathering of that. And even in the Harbinger, the original book, it says, there, it says this is the word that we need is the word return. It's all there. It's all there. So, so and it, based on Second Chronicles, well, you know that it was more than once that this, um, this scripture has saved America. You know, there was once in, if my people are called by my name, um, will humble themselves. Well, the thing is that, when, when this, in this, during the Civil War, actually, there's a chapter in the, in the, in the Harbinger too about when Abraham Lincoln is part of the mystery, that he actually called for a day of prayer and, and repentance based on Second Chronicles 7.14. And when you look at it, the very next day, everything begins to turn. And I remember in my own lifetime witnessing this happen based on Second Chronicles 7.14, a sacred assembly on the National Mall, and it happened um, at the time when it looked like everything was falling apart. Jimmy Carter was president, the hostages in Iran— and we prayed, and God did a change of history. He swept Ronald Reagan to office, and there was the hostages were released on the same day. 
and, and everything changed. And Reagan had his hand on the Bible when he was sworn in. And, and what was his hand on? It was, if my people who are called by my name, I'll hear your prayer. And so God did. Literally, history could be changed by the people of God. And so we have called for the return, the national and global day of prayer, not just prayer, and repentance. And it's to be held at the National Mall in Washington, D.C., People will be coming from all over to be there as a, as a sacred assembly. I mean, it's going to be a prophetic event. It's going to be a, um, a historic event uh, with believers, you know, with believers from every background coming uh, to the Washington Mall, uh, the National Mall. Uh, we're going to be holding it in between the Capitol Hill and the, and the, the Washington Monument. Um, and as we do that, it's going to be a sacred assembly, a solemn assembly to be, first of all, coming to repent for our sins, the church, our own. Then we're going to intercede for America. And we're going to intercede then for the nations, for the end-time world revival, for revival, you know, for God to have mercy, revival. Um, I'm going to be sharing a prophetic word for this hour to America. Um, we're going to have worship and prayer. We're going to sound the shofar. See, if that was done on the sacred assembly, so it's going to be an amazing time. There's people like um, part of it are Pat Robertson, uh, Dr. Dobson, Pat Boone, uh, uh, Anne Graham Ross, Billy Graham's daughter, Alvita King, Martin Luther King's uh, niece, and um, uh, so many more with worship and Don Owen, maybe Michael W. Smith, we'll see. But all this, um, it's going to be an incredible prophetic time. It, um, starting at 9 a.m. on Saturday, Saturday uh, September 26, 9 a.m., uh, it'll go to 5 p.m., there'll be a break, and then it'll be, for those who, who want, there'll be an afterglow uh, worship uh, uh, return at night from 6 to 9, but all that's there. So, um, But also, if people can't be there, can't make it, um, they can have, you can do it wherever you are. You church, tell your pastor, your churches, tell your communities, there are all sorts of communities doing it, uh, uh, churches doing it. You can have it in your own church, in your own home. Um, and it's going to be simulcast and streamed, so you can take part of it where it is. Uh, to find out more, just go to thereturn.org. That's all you need to know, thereturn.org, and you'll find out how you can be part. Wherever you can be part, you be part. But that is a sacred time, and, and that is the time appointed, about 40 days or so before the election. That's going to be critical. And it's also during the the 400th anniversary of, of the voyage of the Mayflower. So it's a very critical time of the Lord. If we don't rise up now, we may pass the point of no return. So this is our hour. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, founder of Hope of the World Ministries, senior pastor of the Jerusalem Center, Beth Israel, New York Times bestselling author of The Harbinger, The Mystery of the Shemitah, The Book of Mysteries, The Paradigm, The Oracle, and now in his blockbuster reveal, The Harbinger 2, the return. You can learn more about Jonathan's work, ministry, and mission by visiting hopeoftheworld.org and get his book, The Harbinger 2, at theharbingerreturns.com. And then join Rabbi Khan and other faith leaders for this historic The Return, National and Global Day of Repentance and prayer on the Washington Mall, D.C., September 26, 2020. Learn more at thereturn.org. Get involved. Be a part. Share the link. You will be blessed and given hope that you did. Rabbi Khan, what a privilege bringing your voice once again to testimony for such a time. 
as this biblically, historically, prophetically, and literally as if pages from an ancient scroll have been translated into modern-day language and in storyboard form revealing through you what only God in heaven could have arranged your obedience to communicate these truths, Rabbi Khan, and put pen to paper is evidence of God's love, mercy, and compassion on us all if we truly humble ourselves, seek His face, repent, turn from our wicked ways, and pray. And when we do, watch the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob forgive our sins, heal our land, and our souls. We thank you. God bless you. Shalom. Shalom. Thank you. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensen Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.